Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the first installment of the Jack's Cast podcast. This is a show hosted by me, Jack, uh, brought to you every week on uh, Monday morning. Good way to start the work week with the latest in tech, the latest in photography, the latest in videography, and Apple, especially. Uh, this week, we are going to delve into Apple, uh, and we're going we're gonna to iron in on something new for Apple. It's not new in the world of tech. Um, stuff like this has been around for a good while, but in the world of Apple, this is some some new stuff. Turning over a, a new leaf, I suppose, seeing what's underneath. Of course, we're talking about AirTags. Um, the little Bluetooth tracker that connects directly into the Apple Find My Network. Apple says you can attach one to your keys, slip another into a backpack, and just like that, they're on your radar in the Find My app, where you can track down your Apple devices and keep up with friends and family. Obviously, we know that Apple have had a Find My Friends function, Find My iPhone, Find My iPad, Find My Mac back in the day, and this has all been formulated into one neat little app in um, one of the recent iOS updates, maybe iOS 13 uh, from memory, I'm not 100% on that, so that's brought them all together into one convenient app called Find My. With that, as, as it states, you can track your Apple devices, uh, all the devices in your iCloud, as long as they have a charged battery and um, are connected to some sort of internet connection, whether that be cellular for your phones, or whether that be uh, Wi-Fi or Ethernet for laptops, Macs, uh, MacBooks, and iPads. With the AirTag, there is a feature called Precision Finding. This allows you to um, have on your phone... Uh, how far away the air tag is, it shows you direction uh, with a conveniently placed little arrow in the center of the screen. And this feature comes at the hands of the U1 chip found in all new iPhone models, the 11 and up, even the base model iPhone 11. Uh, you'll also find it in the 11 Pro, the 11 Pro Max. And obviously the 12, 12 mini, 12 pro and 12 pro max. Apple states when you've left something far behind, like at the beach or at the gym, their find my network has hundreds of millions of iPhones, iPads, Mac devices all around the world. And these devices are used to help track down your AirTag. So you've got hundreds of millions of little friends helping you find your precious AirTag, which might be attached to your keys, something very important, or it could be uh, attached to a wallet in some way, shape, or form, and I definitely know I do not want to lose my wallet. Apple also says it is designed to protect your privacy every step of the way. This is something that we know Apple has been big on recently. Apple has really been hammering down our throats about all their privacy and 
how secure everything is and how, um, you know, like end-to-end encryption with everything. And it's been massive with WhatsApp blowing up. And um, I can't think of the other ones off the top of my head, unfortunately. But uh, end-to-end encryption has become really important over the last few years. No need to worry about always having your AirTag die on you. It's got a year-long battery and is easy to replace, which is good. I know Apple uh, have a little bit of problem with this uh, whole right to repair thing. And while it's not really repairing, it's uh, just allowing for you to actually use your device. Um, Being able to replace the battery is definitely very welcomed in this Apple ecosystem. The AirTag comes equipped with an IP67 rating. So you're not going to be able to go swimming in the deep oceans and place it on a whale and hope to befriend that whale and show up three weeks later and uh, have the U1 chips point you in the direction of your new friend. AirTags released with a whole bunch of accessories. These accessories, such as bag tags and a keyring, allow you to attach the AirTag to more things. You could put the keyring on your keys, or you could put the bag tag on your luggage when you go on a trip. Furthermore, Apple has partnered with Hermes, like they always do. They've always got a Hermes Apple Watch, and now you can have your Hermes AirTags for... Roughly uh, 500 Australian dollars. Um, I don't have an exact price in front of me, but I think it's $500 give or take. It's pretty expensive, and uh, you really you really don't want to lose that. So good thing that it is a Bluetooth tracker itself. Now, I myself use... AirTags, obviously, like, I'm a bit of an Apple geek, I have as much of the new Apple stuff as I can possibly afford. Now, it's, it looks absolutely amazing, I'm currently looking at it, I've got the red leather keyring with just an AirTag, no engravings, nothing fancy, I'm not a fan of all that stuff, um, I try to have the bare bones accessories as much as I can, and I can say with 100% certainty that Like, this is one of those Apple products where I don't think I'll ever regret it. No matter what time of life I'm in, you always need some type of Bluetooth tracker. And um, to be able to incorporate it so well into the uh, Find My system, then the Apple ecosystem, which um, (laughs) I've fallen pretty deeply into having um, an iPhone and iPad an Apple Watch. I don't have a Mac. That's something I don't have. Uh, but I got a bit of Apple stuff, so it's good to know that I now have a Bluetooth tracker that is tied directly into all the stuff I already have. AirTags are extremely, extremely easy to set up. Or you can't really have anyone else set it up on their phone accidentally it needs to be kind of in your possession because once you peel the plastic off that's what turns it on because that's then allowing the battery to make connection to the points inside the unit so you take the plastic off and then it's on it makes a little bit of a noise to let you know it's on and it's it's working that it's not a faulty product which is really good i like knowing my products aren't faulty when i uh take it out of the packaging. 
place the air tag right next to the power button I found. And it'll come up with a little prompt like you're connecting AirPods or if you're setting up a new phone, it comes up with the same sort of prompt. You then create a name for the AirTag. You get to give it a name on where it's going to be placed. And, and no worries, you can change the name at, uh, at any given date if you want to put it on luggage for when you go away. Obviously, you're not always going to have that luggage um, needing to be found, if ever lost, God forbid. Um, so you can change it. You can customize the AirTag to however you want. You can um, give it a little emoji in the Find My app. Maybe that helps you find it a little bit quicker. Uh, you can change the name, obviously, from something like luggage to keys, depending on what uh, you're using it for. And you can change it between the accessories. Once you put it in a key ring, it doesn't have to stay there. You can put it in a luggage tag and change the name along with it. Very easy, very simple. I've also done a little bit of testing on precision finding it, and I can report it's pretty useful. Being able to just walk around and eh, looking at your phone might be a bit distracting when there's something on the floor that you can't see. But once you find your keys, your your wallet, uh, your luggage, it is definitely a pretty amazing thing to have. So welcoming uh, precision finding with my phone is, is definitely something I'm very happy about. Uh, furthermore, in my testing, um, obviously I did a couple ones where I might like put it under a pillow or put it inside, uh, I don't know, let's say a, a bag, uh, if, you're, if it's your keys, and trying out the uh, ping sound like uh, when you lose a phone and you ping it, so you get a rough idea where it is, and you ping it again when you're close, and you know, you get closer and closer and closer. Um, with AirTags, they can be a bit quiet sometimes. I, I got uh, one of my family members to hide the AirTag, and uh, I'd ping it and try and find it I went quite the opposite direction and didn't realize till well you know it was I suppose time to go if you're looking for your keys in the morning you can't just afford to be running around the house you need to really find it and sometimes I mean you know you don't really just think about precision finding I know one time when I was trying to find it I, I didn't I just started pinging it and then um, I eventually went to precision finding. I'm like, wow, this is a lot easier. So it depends on the situation, but they're still very good. I love the accessories. Okay, I I don't generally like accessories on stuff. My phone doesn't have a case, and a lot of people don't like that it doesn't have a case. Um, I do buy a handful of uh, Apple Watch bands to customize, but I, I don't change my watch face, I kind of have one thing and stick to it. I rarely change my watch band as well, actually. Um, yeah, it's uh, normally on for quite a while. But the accessories in the AirTags are really nice. They have nice colors. They feel nice. They look nice. They are nice. But they cost the same, if not more, than the AirTag. And I can only tie this back to one situation. It's uh, uh, it's it's the printer and ink. I suppose you call it scheme or whatever. The printer and ink. 
situation. You could buy a printer for $100, not a problem. That's good for a printer. But you get to the ink situation and you get one color, one little little, uh, little bit of color. And it might cost you $50 just for one color. So that, that's all I can think of. You buy the AirTag for fairly cheap. It's a fairly cheap product, at least in the Apple world. And uh, you buy the accessories for the same, if not more. So that's all I can, that's all I can think of there. But the be-all and end-all is it looks good. It looks stunning. Right, like, uh, you just want to look at it. It looks really sleek, really clean, and people have had some issues with scratching on it, and yeah, mine's not gotten to that point yet, but um, if it scratches, I'll be a little bit upset, but uh, you know, what can you do? I guess it just happens. Moving on to a little bit of older news, WWDC. Specifically, the 2021 version of the WWDC. Um, obviously, it might not be a surprise to some people, but it's going to be another virtual event. Apple uh, it's very serious about all this stuff. I don't think they're going to bring people back into the Steve Jobs Theatre for a little bit. Uh, I reckon I'll, I'll be surprised if they bring them back in any time 2022. I reckon the earliest will be probably uh, WWDC 2023. But as uh, most of you may know, the event is running from the 7th of June 2021. That's a Monday. And is going all week to the Friday on the 11th of June. So um, pretty, pretty long, uh, pretty long event and some pretty exciting stuff. I love WWDC. Um, I love... I, I love the countdown for the public betas. I I love uh, the countdown for any new beta update. You know, and then, you know, you finally get it. You finally get it at the end of the year. And that's ah, the best feeling, you know. I mean, even if you go through the public beta, there's still a few bugs that need to be ironed out. But once you get the final product, there's nothing better than it. Speaking of which, the uh, final products we'll be getting at the end of this year is going to be Watch uh, Watch OS 8, iPad OS 15, you're going to get TV OS 15 as well, obviously Mac OS 12, whatever they decide to name that, and uh, iOS 15, the one that affects most people on the earth as uh, there's quite a few hundred million people holding an iPhone, probably currently, at the second I'm talking, there are millions of people holding their phone, sending a text, on a call, making a tweet, sending a Snapchat, millions, and they're all using an iPhone, so iOS 15 is a pretty big update, and uh, we're, we're all looking forward to it. In the scene of iPads iPadOS is going to receive some major, major changes this year. They're going to be getting stuff like Do Not Disturb. They're going to be getting a, a whole rework and a whole look over. And um, another whole look over. They've done this a few years in a row. But the thing that everyone seems to be most looking forward to is bringing the app library to the iPad. 
that sounds pretty good to me because uh, there's a couple apps that you can't delete but you don't want on your home screen, so I've kind of shoved them in the back of a folder because on my iPad I like only having one screen because um, it's big. It's a big screen, and um, I don't I don't use a million apps on my iPad. Uh, just the just the most important ones, and I, I like having them on one screen just so it's a lot easier, so it's all in one place. So an app library, I would really appreciate. We're expecting the public beta to release roughly around the third quarter of this year, so um, that's going to be pretty good. That's the thing I most look forward to. I mean. The announcement is pretty good, but once you get that public beta and you get your first hands-on with all the stuff that's uh, that's been teased, that's been leaked, you've got concepts of it, and just to finally be able to be able to um, to be able to fiddle with even a fraction of what it's going to be, it, 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 it's amazing. It's it's just the best. Something else we might see at WWDC is Apple might be announcing some advancements in AR and uh, LiDAR leading into uh, a world of mixed reality. Apple and mixed reality. And uh, there's been a couple couple little, uh, couple little mentions of uh, a headset being released in 2022, so uh, that'd be pretty exciting. I'm not sure if I'd pick one of those up, I've been putting off buying an Oculus or a HTC Vive or whatever for a while. I myself just don't really have the room and I'm not really too fussed about that. So whether I buy it, we'll see. That's definitely something I'm going to think long and hard about. Just because it's Apple and uh, that's the problem I face. Apple themselves have promised that at 2021 and I quote directly from Apple, we will offer unique insight into the future, the future, let me say that, the future of iOS, iPad OS, Mac OS, Watch OS, and TV OS, end quote. I think this is going to be a big WWDC because they're saying themselves that this is going to be the foundation for the entire future of iOS, iPadOS, macOS, watchOS, and tvOS. Everything that happens in the following years is going to appear apparent in this year's WWDC. It's going to be the ground floor. And obviously, as we come closer to the date of WWDC, um, more and more leaks and renders of uh, final designs are starting to show. It's all over my Twitter feed, and <laughs> wow, some of them look absolutely amazing. I'd, I'd be, I'd, I'd want to send them off to Apple now and have them design it. Uh, but obviously, I've got no idea what apple have in stock maybe maybe uh the leaks on twitter are pretty close or maybe they're nothing compared to what apple are doing but we are already seeing a massive range of leaks and a massive range of concepts of slithers of what 
the future could be for iOS and and uh, all the other Apple OSs. It did. It's uh, it's shocking how accurate some of these people can be. Wow, some of them are really accurate, and whether that's good guesswork or Apple, uh, Apple are kind of sneaking a few ideas in from um, the concepts and leaks. We don't know, and we'll never know. But uh, there's a lot of concepts around widgets, you know, changing them up, making them a look a little bit more futuristic and a little bit sleeker and a little bit cleaner. Um, obviously there's more concepts over apps, obviously changing the look of the apps again. Apple have done it before. They're not shy to do it and they'll definitely do it again if they feel like it. The sizing of widgets, sizing of, uh, I guess, apps as well. That's been concepted. Uh, so there's a couple pictures going around of different app sizes. It's a little bit, I don't know how we feel about that. I'm not a fan of it. I'm happy with the sizes we've got, but that's just me. There's concepts of different colors of, of, um, the apps again and the widgets again and, um, different concepts again of, uh, the phones for this year and something that I haven't seen before myself. Not sure if this is new, not sure if this is old news, but there's more concepts going around of being able to move your home pages around. Obviously, Apple have uh, announced in the option to turn off a home page and it won't show up. But uh, the concepts going around now are being able to move them around. So what was the third page has now become the first, the second, or you know, while we've already got, you could just turn it off. I think that might be uh, definitely a welcoming feature, and I, I'd i be excited to test that and have a look. Anyways, guys, that wraps it up for today. Um, I, I thank you so much for joining me. It's been an absolute, absolute pleasure. Uh, the podcast is out on all uh, major sites, and most importantly, Apple Podcasts. So if if uh, you're already listening on there, that's absolutely amazing. If you could please just rate five stars, that would be absolutely amazing. If you're on anything else and uh, you have a rating option, if you can rate highly, that would mean the absolute world to me. Thank you so much for listening. And I genuinely look forward to having your company next week as we talk about uh, something else. Let's see what the week has in store.